If God's Word made all that can be seen, then His Word can be trusted more than anything that can be seen. Revelation knowledge is the foundation of what's really true. And when my world gets turned upside down by health, finances, political narratives, or other deep life struggles, I need to base my life on something more sure than the fleeting issues of this world. Thanks for joining us on Life Journeys, a podcast about thriving through the worst pain that life brings. With global initiatives threatening big changes to our way of life, we're going to need to activate Jesus' words about mountain-moving faith. Words That Work is the ongoing series on life journeys that is rooted in releasing revelational words of faith that will work every time and with everyone. It's about moving the mountains that keep us from the presence and goodness of God. It's about defining our life purpose and identity through encountering Him. Until we have the power to move the obstacles that are destroying our liberty and hope, one early morning, I was trying to get my head around the facts of the life from above that I've been given in Christ. God seemed to say very clearly, if you want to comprehend and live my life in you to its fullest, then you need to get out of the way. Instead of thinking like a mere mortal, start living like my word is the greater reality. Reality is more than scientific discovery or observation with human capacities. Electromagnetic waves or radio waves, for example, were real before science discovered them. They're a kind of light that's invisible to the eye because of how the eye is made to see only certain wavelengths. But they're real nonetheless. Now, God is light, and the kind of light that the human eye can't see, comprehend, or even handle— it's the kind of light that is so powerful and glorious that the human body just couldn't stand it. That's his reality. My union with Christ is real. And how important that has been during days of deep struggles. My soul is knit together with him. That's communion. That's life. His life in each of us is more than a mental ascent or a teaching. But I'm also flesh and blood, emotion and thought, and that carnal, natural life can easily get in the way of his life. This life in Christ is established through the eyes of faith to allow the greater reality of who we are to grow and flourish. Talking about faith, in fact, the things that are seen were not made by anything that can be seen. That's what the Bible says. They were made by the Word of God. It becomes apparent that the, the Word of God carries much more power than we realize. If His Word made all that can be seen, then His Word can be trusted more than anything that we can see. And I'm talking about Revelation Word, the Word of God that comes alive by His Spirit. When I try to wrap my heart around what's real, I realize that revelation knowledge is the greater reality of my existence. As I was in prayer the other morning, this thought just burst into my mind. The life I have in Christ Jesus is all-encompassing. It is greater than my earthly life and has swallowed it up. The application here is as a weapon against condemnation and regret 
for past sins. You see, I often am dismayed by how much more I could have done to glorify God if I had been more faithful through the years. I can get discouraged by thinking that I will always bear this mark on my soul and its scars will diminish my future ability to bring the gospel to my world. But no, there is a reality that is greater than history. Consider your life on earth. Perhaps it'll be, what, say, 80 years? Now, if King David lived to be 80, his life on earth encompassed about roughly 2.5% of his existence to date. Now, say you lived for 80 years so far, that would equate to only two years of your life, or 2.5%. Would you use your first two years of life to define your entire life? Obviously, that's ridiculous. No two-year period is sufficient to accurately define your whole life. I know this is a bit eccentric in describing how we inaccurately define life, but it is just as foolish to define our reality by our very short life on earth and the things that we can discover with our finite capacities. The Bible says that our life is as a vapor or a morning fog that is quickly dispelled by the rising sun. Like blades of grass, we are here for a seemingly inconsequential amount of time compared to our eternity. Listen, life on earth has no business demanding that who we are on earth is all there is to us. We are essentially living as if in a very dark cave. What you see in the mirror, in your memories, and in your mind's makeup doesn't come anywhere close to giving an understanding of your eternal existence or the life to be lived in Christ, even right now. That he would grant you, Paul prays, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might by his Spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. To be Strengthened with all might according to God's riches and glory includes living in the revelation of His glory extended to us until we comprehend and embrace it as our own life. It's not just the faith that Christ dwells in our hearts. It's the experience of it that matters as well. I weep often when God's presence comes upon me. It feels like my body is just crying out, Daddy, I hear your voice. I feel your touch. Please, come and take me with you. I love to be with you. We must accept a love that's not measured by our capacity to love, but by revelation, by letting the Spirit of God make His Word come alive. If I only accept grace when I feel good about myself, I'll never know the true riches of heaven's joy in this life. And that comes only by revelation of his word. Let me say it again. If I only accept grace when I feel good about myself, I'll never know the true riches of heaven's joy in this life. The Spirit of the Lord spoke to me these words one day early in the morning. 
you can come into my presence any time you want. When God lets life sift you until you fear him with all your heart, and when your soul is scraped to the bone for any remnants of impurity that come out and you're nearly destitute, and then his glory and presence fills you with mercy, then you'll love the Lord with all your heart. Then you'll experience more of what I'm talking about. You see, he works through the refining fires of this life to bring us to conviction, confession, contrition, and then he creates his joyful life within us. One day I wrote, Until it seems that the fear of the Lord has reduced us to dust, the presence of the Lord won't have much of an impact on us. As long as we're more impressed with the shiny things of this world than with God, His glory won't be known in any great degree to us. Faith without the fear of the Lord is a fallacy. Faith's next step is to produce a holy walk of love in the presence of God before it will produce much of any other miracles that people so often search for. I will always put hard times in this life message together with the revelation of God. You see, for that's the canvas upon which His glory is usually seen. I believe He wants us to look at the hard times of our lives through the lenses of positive purposes, purposes that are beyond our mere natural definitions of reality. Now, watch this. Paul says in Philippians 4, 7, I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. His revelation knowledge was how he did it. That's how he found this contentment. You see, true liberty is explained here. The word content here means to be independent of external circumstances and thus at peace with one's lot in life at any given time. And that's true liberty. Faith doesn't need to feel to be real. Feeling is a function of mere biology. Fullness in God is a function of faith. Faith is the evidence, the substance, and the living link with the power of the Son even in the darkness. That's why Paul prays that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of His calling and what the riches of the glory of His inheritance in the saints is all about. You can unlock the presence of God in your life. There are revelation principles that remove the mountains, keeping us from joy, hope, peace, and purpose when our world gets turned upside down. Look for these words that work with Pastor Hardica as he shares what has helped him when life got hard. And don't forget to check out his book, The Fortress and the Firebrand, available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Thanks for listening to Life Journeys. Find new episodes every Wednesday and Saturday. And if you're new to this series, it begins with the September 16th episode. I weep often when God's presence comes upon me. It feels like my body is just crying out, Daddy, I hear your voice. I feel your touch. Please, come and take me with you. I love 
to be with you.